Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So good to have everyone in the house today. Today we begin a new series officially. I kind of tipped it off last week. And the title of this series, just like last week's message, that was kind of an indirect intro, is The Only Way Forward. Someone say The Only Way Forward. The Only Way Forward. How many of you know that only the wisdom of God will stand? You guys have watched the wisdom of the world, right? I say this all the time, but let me say it again. The wisdom of the world has boom and bust cycles in the economy. We, we've been trained to think, oh, that's just normal, but that's not God's wisdom, is it? Recession, depression, boom, bust. It's great. Oh, it's not good. It's great. It's not good. The wisdom of the world, Scripture says, it's sensual and it's devilish. It's very much emotional. It's not from God, and it's dangerous. The wisdom of the world is dangerous. Now, let me get right into something today. The only way forward is with God's wisdom. That's it. The only right way forward, there's only one way forward. People say there's lots of ways. Uh, we're going to get into that here in a moment. Let's go to Isaiah 46.9, if you would, please. Isaiah 46.9. This is God himself speaking through the prophet Isaiah, and he says, Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. you got to remember that. Everything else is a cheap counterfeit. The God of this world, Satan, <laughs> television, movies, things, the opposite sex. Those are all gods with a little G when we put those before God. He says, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. Hmm. Now, I'm laying a foundation here. Because with God, that, that's, that's the only wisdom in the universe. That's the only true wisdom. If you read through Proverbs, that is the only true wisdom is with God and from God and in God. That's it. Everything else, it passes away. And I'm going to tell you right now, not all religions are the same. Say, oh, Pastor Matt, are you being condescending and say we're the only ones with the truth? No, I'm saying the truth is with Scripture. You'll hear even believers say here and there, say, well, supposed to be believers. They say, well, it's all the same God. Is it? How is that possible? Other people will say, and they mean well, they say, no, all religions are true. Well, how could that be? How could that be? Because they contradict each other. All faiths are true. Well, they contradict each other. Some faiths say Jesus was just a prophet. One faith the cult really says, Jesus is, the, is Michael the archangel. How's that possible scripturally? They might as well throw the Bible away and not use the Bible. How's that possible? He's either Michael the archangel or he's Jesus, the son of God. He wasn't an angel. He's God in the flesh. Not all worship the same God. And let me say this again. Everything from every religion, every faith, every cult can't be true because it contradicts each other. It can't all be true, can it? No. Let's go to Hebrews 11.6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. We've got to believe that the one true God exists, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who sent Jesus. 
Look at James 2.19 in the New King James Version. You believe that there is one God, you do well. New Living Translation says, good for you. <laughs> Even the demons believe and tremble. That's the basic... That's the basis of wisdom right there. It starts there. you got to believe that there is one true God. Some of you say, man, this is so basic. I don't know if I'm going to get anything out of this. No, you got to come back to the basics and say there is one God. Nothing else satisfies in the universe. Nothing, nothing can supply needs and satisfy and take my burdens and take my load off. There's only one God who defeats the giant. Everything else is phony. So let me put my first point up there, if you would, please. There is only one true God. Just one. I love the song by Aretha Franklin. You should look it up sometime. And I believe she's singing a duet with Ray Charles. And I think the title of the song is Ain't But the One. And it's actually singing about God. It's a gospel song. There is only one God. There is only one. Someone say there is only one. Did you know that is one of the things from Scripture that the Israelites used to say? They call it the Shema. It's from the Old Testament, and it is hero Israel. The Lord, our God, is one. He's one God. He's all you'll ever need. And how many of you know, you don't have to raise a hand this morning. If you tried everything else, you know there's only one, there's only one answer because you've tried all the other stuff, and they're poor answers and they're counterfeits. Some of you tried other stuff, maybe it was substances, maybe it was the opposite sex. Those of you listening on the live stream, you said, man, this just was not it. it nothing else is it. I'm still searching. You've come to the right place. There's other places in town that teach the word. You can visit those places too, praise God. I believe there's some Bible-believing and teaching churches here in town. Great, but I'm telling you, we preach the word today here, and you've come to the right place right now to be reminded that there is only one true God. There's only one way to heaven. Not all paths lead to heaven, and that is, that's part of the beginning of true wisdom. Let me tell you right now. Foolishness says, well, everything's the truth. How? What if my truth says yours is fake? What if your truth says mine's a lie? So we got to have a God standard. Does everyone understand that? You've got to, and I'm taking you somewhere, you got to go back to the word where true wisdom is. You've got to go back to the word where true wisdom is. Wisdom of man does not work. It's very temporary. It's dangerous. Wisdom of man will tell you to do all kinds of stuff. Here's an example. Have you ever started researching diets? How many contradictory things are out there? Have you seen that? It's contradictory. Say, what you need is keto. No carbs. Other people say, man, I feel like I'm going to die if I don't get carbs. Others say, no, just fats, just protein, just this. And there are certain things that the human body, it just works for different people. But you say, it's a straight across truth here, this, this diet. This is, uh-uh. Mm-mm. This is how it is, this is how it does, this is how it works. Here's what I love about Scripture. It is, it is the truth, it is the truth, it is the truth, it is God's Word. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Scripture says you will know the truth, and the truth will what? The truth will set you free. The truth. You know Jesus, he will set you free, and you know the real truth. Because there's a lot of stuff out there, right? Scripture says there's a lot of voices in the wind, and they have significance. They sound good, don't they? Some stuff sounds good to the human mind. So, well, I, I should just try this out. 
No, we cannot be on a merry-go-round ride forever going, that's the truth, no, it's not. That's the truth, no, it's not. You come back to God's word and say, this is the only truth, and he is the only one and true God. Did you know there are millions of gods in India with a little g? Millions. Those missionaries that have gone before us and have brought truth to those in the, in the Far East and Asia, they preach God and they preach Jesus as the one true God because that is who he is, the one true God. There's only one. Like the song said, ain't but the one. You say, how does this go along with wisdom? Well, you got to have that as foundational to say that if there's only one true God, then there's only one direct source of perfect truth. Is everyone still with me? All right, let's move on to Proverbs 9, verse 10. Proverbs 9, verse 10. I'm not going to go real long this morning. We're going to pray a blessing over the kids going back to school here at the conclusion of this service before we take up the offering. But I want you to get this. Proverbs 9, verse 10. Look at this. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Let's keep going. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. Yes, it will. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be the one to suffer. Don't raise your hands. You know I like surveys, but don't raise your hands on this one, please. Have you ever scorned wisdom and it came back to bite you in the back of the head? You say, ah, oh, that's dumb. That's silly. But it came back around and say, oh, no, that was truth. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom you will be the one to suffer. I'm telling you right now, dear brothers and sisters, the only way forward is with God's wisdom. The only way forward is with God's wisdom. That is it. Period. Someone say, the only way forward is with God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Proverbs 10.27. Once again, fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. Let's hang out there a moment. So what is the fear of the Lord? It's respect, reverence, and honor. Why is that the beginning of wisdom? Why is that such a big deal? Because if you fear God, there are so many things you would never do. I'm not going to go out in public and treat people bad. You say, oh, just because people are watching and it's all about your reputation. No, I fear God. I'm not going to treat my wife bad. I'm not going to treat my wife poorly in private because nobody can see. No, because God sees. Remember, I've talked to you about the word Holy Ghost. It comes from the, from the old languages. It, it actually came from the words Holy Guest. He's always with you. He's always watching. I've got to fear God. I've got to respect, reverence, and honor Him when nobody is looking. And that's the beginning of wisdom because it keeps me out of trouble. I've used this as, as an example for years. I've had maintenance men over the years that just freaked out about it, and they were right to freak out about it. This is a school zone in front of the church. But I've seen people drive through here with school zone lights flashing in the morning and go 60 miles an hour through there. Now, that, whether it was just ignorant or they didn't care or whatever, they're not watching signs, but if they knew, that is an absolute lack of fear of God. They don't care about a law that was made to protect children and to protect them from hitting a child. Just, just blow it off. Just, mm, I don't care. <laughs> Nobody's going to see. I need to deal with that this morning. Whoever you are, wherever you are, even on the live stream, if you say nobody is going to see, nobody has to know, 
you better take that to God and repent. A couple of times before I got married, a couple of girls told me that demonic thing is, Matt, nobody has to know. Girl, what on earth does that mean? I'll know. God will know. I am scared to death of you. Goodbye. What are you talking about? Nobody has to know. Somebody will always find out, and that's not the point. God will find out. You know what Joseph told Potiphar's wife? He didn't say, oh, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to mislead you. She was married when she was coming on to him all heavy, Scripture says. He said, how can I sin against God? How he feared God, and because he feared God, God took him from a place of obscurity and abuse and mistreatment and physically and literally took him from the pit and took him to the throne room with Pharaoh, all because he feared God. Let's go to Job 28, 28. And this is what he says to all humanity. Who? God. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. says it again. It says it in way more places than I've showed you this morning. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. There are... I would have to say so many things in life, but I would, let me go back on that. Anytime someone practices and lives in sin and deliberately sins and lies and is walking in darkness and doing these things they think are secret or doing stuff in public and they don't care about it and they brag about it, they are spitting in the face of God saying, I do not fear you. They're saying, I don't fear you. I don't care what you think, God. And we're in an age of grace right now. God still brings judgment. He's still a God of judgment, although he's a God of love. Through Jesus, man, there's mercy and grace. And his mercies are new every day. But have you ever read about God in the Old Testament? People say, was that a different God? No, that was before he sent Jesus. And did he deal with the children of Israel, man, in some tough ways? Did he deal with some people in some tough ways in the Old Testament? Yeah, he's the same God. He's a holy God. He's a God of love, but he's also a God of wrath and judgment. You say, how on earth, but why? None of you in here would respect a judge that never doled out punishment. The judges that let everybody get off scot-free, they're not respected by people. Especially if it's something that happened to you or one of your family members, somebody was murdered, something was stolen, something bad happened. You say, I want justice. Well, guess what? You're God, the God we're talking about this morning, the God of the Bible. God is a God of justice. You know what Abraham told God? He said, you, he, in essence, he said, will not the judge of all the earth do right in this? He was talking to God. Very bold words. This was before Jesus. Abraham, man, one of the father of our faith. Long before Jesus, man of faith. He told the Lord, will not the judge of all the earth do right in this? It's amazing. We as humans have, many times we have multiple standards because we don't fear God. Double and triple and quadruple standards, that's good for you, but not for me. And they should be this way and that and this. And No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Say, God, God is harsh. God, we're, now, we're not going to understand everything that God does. You're not. But as high as the heavens are above the earth, Scripture says, so his thoughts are not our thoughts. He's way, way beyond us. 
I am not God. And we've all been there where we said, why would God do this? Why would God allow this? You can have your moments, but don't get stuck there. You've got to fear God. You may not understand it, but you better praise him and love him and worship him and say, God, I know you're working on my behalf. You're working on my benefit. You're taking care of me. Everything God does for his people or allows is for their own good and their benefit. And he's developing you through it. You got to fear him. You got to walk in the fear of God. It's respect, reverence, and honor. Let me read Proverbs 10 27 again. Fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. Let's do Proverbs 9 10 again. Proverbs 9 10. And we'll just stay right there on that screen. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. See, I'm going to be wise, but not fear God. That's impossible. Not truly godly wisdom knowledge of the holy one results in good judgment the more you know about god the more you spend time with him the more you develop a relationship where you say you know what i fear him i love him you know what freaks me out listen real carefully is believers who say and say man is this one of those sunday mornings this is encouragement this is not judgment and hell and hellfire and brimstone. No, this is just the truth. But this freaks me out. When people who call themselves believers, they don't walk like they fear God. Don't ever let it be said of you, dear brother and sister, that no one can tell the difference between you and the world. Say, wow, they, did, they handled that problem just like the world would handle it. Mm-mm. Not you, not me. We're not called to that, brothers and sisters. We're not. We're called to a place of fearing God and loving him and doing what he asks and caring about what he thinks. I know everybody in this house cares about what God thinks. You wouldn't have accidentally showed up on a Sunday morning here. Can I get an amen? Don't get too quiet on me. I always promise people when I, when I invite them to church, I say, I promise I will not put you to sleep. I promise. If you go to sleep, you just didn't have enough sleep or I don't know, man. Maybe you have a sleeping med or something that you took. I don't know, because I'm not going to let you go to sleep in here. So let's move on to Proverbs 11.30. This is also the only way forward, Proverbs 11.30. And you say, how does this tie in? I'll show you. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. We have, there's only one true God. We have, we must fear him. And number three today, we have share the truth. Is that part of wisdom? Yeah, because Scripture says, you just read it and saw it, whoever wins souls is wise. That is the wisdom of God, to be a light and an example and lead people to Jesus. Yesterday we had the outreach. (laughs) Some of you were on the outreach yesterday into the neighborhoods. It's old school. And, you know, you go to some neighborhoods and people don't answer the door because they've been hit up so much and this and that, but that's okay. We get out, we reach out. I went down a street people wouldn't answer the door i found some people outside finally and then there were people walking the streets man so i was talking to them but let me tell you right now that's part of being wise is being able to lead people to jesus we had some folks yesterday one little team from the spanish service they led three people to jesus on their walk that's amazing not everybody does that we're just simply inviting people to church and seeing if they needed prayer But you've got to get into the place where you share the truth. Don't you dare be ashamed of it. That's part of walking in wisdom. Not just knowing there's one true God. Not just fearing God. If you fear him, then you're going to start to share the truth of God's word. You're going to teach people respect. Share your faith. Let's do that. Proverbs 1130 again. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. 
Mm, that's good stuff. And he or she who wins souls is wise. Look at Daniel 12.3. Those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky, and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. Now, let me be real with you, believers. I believe most of you in here are believers, if not all of you. We will have an altar call at the end. Not everybody lives the same way, does things the same way. We have the standard of God's word. You should share your faith, but we share our faith differently. Some of you are in a place right now where you say, man, all I'm doing is inviting people to church. That's great. You say, all I'm doing is telling people, man, here's what I learned in the word. I haven't led anybody to Jesus yet. Ask God for wisdom. Ask him to show you how to talk to people. Ask, ask him to send, send people across your life, people across your path. I pray that. Lord, send people, send people to me and across my path that I can share my faith with. That you say, oh, but you're a pastor. Did you know everyone is called to share their faith? And that is truly God's wisdom. When you share your faith. That's part of being wise. It says those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. How so? Number one, it's wise walking in truth and fearing God and obeying him and knowing there's one true God, but it's also wise sharing your faith to get as many people in heaven with us as we can. You say, is that condescending? One guy said that on a documentary of my wife and I. We watched it about a year ago and the guy I think his name was Matt Walsh. I think he's a Catholic guy. But he's been hitting up, you know, a lot of the lies in the media and different stuff. And he asked a guy, he said, well, what about the truth? <laughs> and the guy said, the truth is offensive and condescending. What? So the truth offends you so we won't bring it up? No, I'm going to share the truth. I'm going to share the truth. Let's put that up there again. I'm going to live the truth, and I'm going to share the truth. And that's part, of, that's part of wisdom. That's my third point today. Share the truth. You've got to. You can't ignore it. You say, man, what if the world ended tomorrow? I know. That's why we share the truth as much as possible today. One day I will stand before God. I cannot, I cannot worry about offending people from this microphone and this pulpit and on Facebook and on YouTube. I can't worry about offending people. Now, I need to do it in love. I, can't, I don't need to be hateful, but I need to share the truth, and so should you. And I prophesy to you, some of you are going to get cornered this week where someone says, what do you think about this? I prophesy to you, so get ready. There's going to be several of you this week that God is going to put it on a silver platter before you so that you can testify and say, uh, I don't believe like that. That ain't right. Mm -mm. The hot topic now for 10 plus years is homosexuality. They try to intimidate preachers with this, try to intimidate Christians with this, is we do what we want. That's what they're saying, the world. We do what we want. We throw it in your face. We slap you with it. We intimidate you with it. We oppress you with it. But you can't have an opinion if it doesn't agree with ours. Tolerance, tolerance, but we don't tolerate you. Mm. That can intimidate some people. But let me tell you today, don't be intimidated by it. It's going to come up where you're going to have to stand. My mom used to say it. You're going to have to stand up and be counted. You have to get to the place where you share the truth. Some of you as believers, you say, man, I, I, but I'm in camouflage. I'm in the oil field laughing at dirty jokes. Don't do that. Nobody knows who you are, where you came from. Don't, they don't know what you stand for. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just part of the crew there. I, I want to be one of them. You know what? I would rather that God recognize me and he, on, he, he be on my side and the whole world be against me. 
say, yeah, but what, what will people think? I don't care what people think. I'm tired of hearing that. I've grown up hearing that. Well, what will people say? They're going to talk about everybody anyway. They're going to worry. But they're going to talk about all kinds of junk anyway, aren't they? Everything's a hot topic. Things are gossipy. In Spanish, you call it chisme, right? Some of you real, real Chicano, real Latinos say chirinolas. Have you ever heard that word? You ever heard that word, chirinolas? Some of you are like, what? Chirinolas is chisme. I don't know if that's Mexican-American or some other term, but that's just gossip. People are going to talk. Well, let's give them something to talk about that's true, though. Let's stand up. During COVID, there were people talking about me. There were. There were people talking about us because us leaving our church open, it got to the governor's office, and she asked us, she spoke to some local politicians and asked us to close the governess. And you know what I say? We're going to keep speaking the truth even if it's unpopular because that's wisdom. When I share the truth, it shows that I fear God. And as I fear God, well, that shows that I believe there is one true God and only one way to heaven through Jesus. So let me go over my points again this morning. Let me go ahead. And then we're going to pray. And then as the kids show up, we're going to bless them, and you're going to help me pray over them for their school year. This is the only way forward, and that is, number one, there is only one true God. Someone say, only one true God. You say, that's so basic, Pastor Matt. I know that. I know, but we're going to live like it, and we're going to live like there's only one true God, and we're going to live like there's only one set of rules and one set of commandments, love God and love others, and we're going to please Him. And in pleasing Him, we figure out that we've got to fear Him. That's number two. There's one true God, and we've got to fear Him. You're going to respect, reverence, and honor Him. You're not going to do anything on purpose, intentionally. You're not going to practice things that are an offense and affront to God. And number three, when we know the truth, we're going to share it now because we fear God. We're going to share the truth. And I want to challenge you today, dear people of God. There's folks in here. It's been a while since you shared your faith. There's no condemnation in that. You say, man, I've been through it. I've struggled. I haven't been the best example. It's time to share your faith again. It's time to show people what you're made of. Now, does that mean you condemning them, calling them out for everything? No. Sometimes as you quietly, let me say it again, not laughing at the dirty jokes. I shared this story this week, and I'll close with this. I think my mom was a good example of all this, just like my dad. But my mom worked for the school system years ago, and she was a licensed teacher. She worked at Jefferson Elementary for a while. And there was at one point that they were circulating a birthday card or congratulatory card for the principal, I think it was. And it was off-color. I'm not going to get into it. I mean, I'll tell you personally if you want to ask, but I, I'm not going to even get into it from up here. But it was something that she didn't agree with, and she said, they said, hey, Barbara, that's my mom's name. They said, you need to sign this card. She said, she said I'm not signing that card. That's offensive. That's off-color, and it's dirty. Well, guess what? That of, guess what? It offended people. Many times offense comes when you stand up for something and they either become jealous of you or they become convicted and they wish they could be that way. But this, they try to spin it and gaslight you and go, no, you're the problem. We're not the problem. 
Well, mom had standards, and she said, I will not sign that card. And people got mad at her, even believers, said, oh, it's just a joke. She said, that's fine, but I don't do dirty jokes. She stood for God when nobody was looking, and she got some backlash. There were people that gave her a hard time. There were people that gave her a hard time until she was done teaching elementary. Unbelievable. True story. True story. True story. So she stood for something. She shared the truth, and it offended people. Now here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to do an altar call. I want, go, I want everybody to go ahead, and uh, if you would, would you call in the kiddos as the music plays? And as soon as the kids are up here, everyone, here's your instructions. As soon as the kiddos are up here, and they're standing at this altar, then I want you to stand up. So if we could, go ahead and bring the kiddos in and have them stand at the altar. There you go. Come on in. Come on in. I'm going to pray a blessing over the kids, but I'm going to do an altar call for everybody for salvation, just in case. Come on up, beautiful babies, beautiful kiddos. Once all the kids are up here, And I'm, I'm going to do it a little differently today. As Ms. Adrian leads the kiddos in, I want the kids to turn and face you today. So kids, when you're up here and you're positioned and you're standing up here, I want you to turn and face the crowd. I want everybody to set their eyes on you because you're so important to God and you're so important to us. Oh, it must be back to school Sunday. Wow. Adrian, y'all got a crowd today. Beautiful. Beautiful. And maybe maybe have another row of kids up in front of these kiddos if you can. Just, just some of them. There you go. There you go. Yeah, let's bring it into the middle. There you go. That works. I want everybody to set their eyes on these kids. Go ahead and stand your feet out in our audience today. Look at these amazing kids. These are the lights of our lives apart from Jesus. They're our future there are hope. Scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they are older, they will not depart from it. We believe that, and we're holding on to that today. Now, I want everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes in the whole building. Everybody at the altar, all the kids, close your eyes, bow your heads. Everybody in the audience. If there is anyone at the sound of my voice today that says, Pastor Matt, I want God's wisdom. I want to be close to God. I want to have a pure heart like a child and an innocent heart. But I don't even know where I'd go if I died today. If that is you, if you say, I need to accept Jesus and make him the Lord of my life, if that's you today, raise your hand out in the crowd or up here at the altar. If there's any of the kiddos that want to confess Jesus as their Lord, raise your hand today. I see a hand. Anybody else in this house, raise your hand if you say, I need to confess Jesus. God bless you guys. That takes courage and guts. Say, I've never made peace with God. Do it today. Raise your hand if you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord if you've never done that before. All right, let's all pray. I want everybody in the house to repeat this prayer after me, everyone. Not ashamed, but with boldness. Everybody at the altar and everyone one in the audience. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sin. Cleanse me. Forgive me. Lord, I need you because I can't save myself. So, Lord, save me. Cleanse me. Say, I confess and I believe. 
that Jesus is Lord. He's the only way to heaven. I confess him as my Lord and my Savior. See, I, I believe Jesus died and rose again for me. Save me, Lord. Say, thank you for saving me from hell and from sin and from myself. Jesus, come into my heart in Jesus' name.